Welcome back to the One Two Kentucky Blue Podcast. I am your host, Coach John Spurlock. Thank you so much for tuning in today. On today's episode, we got Coach Ryan DeVrent and Coach D is talking through softball's training program. It's a great talk that he gives, and he gives you all a little insight on the things that he has been changing and working on with the softball team this season. Like always, I hope you enjoy his conversation. So I want to start off by talking about the update on my schedule from this fall. I mean, you know, I wanted to go through and talk about the softball offseason. And um, this August, I had moved over to softball and gymnastics full time. Um, and now we have a full time baseball person. Uh, so it's given me a lot more time to be able to uh, spend time with gymnastics and softball moving forward. And specifically with softball going over to practices in the afternoon and being able to see a little bit more with that. So in the past, uh, with my history, it's been, you know, baseball, softball, gymnastics um, during my off season in the fall, which is a very busy time. And most of the time I was with baseball and I didn't get a lot of time to go over to softball practice. And due to that, I didn't see a lot of things that was going on. It was basically just the training days that we had, our three lifting days, and then our two speed agility days. And now I'm able to have that same training schedule, but also go over to practice and, and see what's going on there and try to make some changes based off of what I've seen at practice with our training regimen and training program. Um, just a little history with our off-season training for softball. Uh, in the past, uh, when I first started, it was like three days, three full days of lifting uh, with the girls and then two full days of running um, for speed and agility and conditioning. Uh, the biggest difference is now is that there's a lot more flex days that are added into our schedule. So there's a lot of times that we'll lift Monday, Wednesdays and have Fridays off. This is probably the first off season where softball has been uh, able to throw in a lot of those Friday lifts. Um, but we've had to sprinkle in some flex days here and there, but this is probably the most that we've done in, um, in the year and, and from the previous years as well. So with that, I think the biggest difference in the history of that, like our condition, the conditioning tests, um, we used to do that in early August and then do it at the end of the fall. But during the, um, you know, during COVID and everything, we had to implement a lot of, um, uh, acclimation periods. And since we have done that, like we've taken that away and taken the mini test for lifting away. Um, so it's really changed my program with the uh, girls for the off season with their training regimen. Um, so now a lot of our testing is just done the week before uh, Thanksgiving break. And th that's probably been the biggest change. So going into the present day in our off season pro training program with softball, um, the biggest thing that I can say is like when we get to school in August, we go through a period of time, um, when we get the girls back and then I have myself, Brie Pato, we'll go through our on-base U, um, assessments with the girls when they get here on campus the week before school starts and do all of that with our on-base U assessment. Um, we're assessing the girls to see where they, um, have limitations and movement patterns based off of the sport of softball. And then those are implemented. Um, those numbers are put in by Bree into our app with OnBaseU. And then there's correctives made based off of um, those assessments. And then those are given to the girls to be able to do before practice. 
So for the first like 15 or 10 to 15 minutes of practice, the girls would do their um, their correctives from on base U based off of the results that we had gotten in August. And then we try to retest that when they come back in January. Um, so when we go into that first week, um, we're really getting our upperclassmen and our returners back um, into the acclimation period. So, you know, intensity uh, volume is very low for the first couple of weeks. And then we start progressing from there. Orientation process starts for our freshmen uh, moving forward as well. With that, they have to graduate from having 16 sessions of uh, orientation. So we've added more of those on the front end to try to get more days in. Um, and just speaking with Coach Lawson the other day, this is probably the most athletic freshman class that we've brought in um, just in our time here. And it, the, the orientation process is a little bit easier just because the girls are a little bit more athletic. And up to that point, we send the programs out to them that the girls are doing from the fall, the spring, and the summer. Um, so they get an idea of how things flow when they get here. So when they got here, they had a decent understanding of, you know, what a clean is, what a back squat is, uh, what bench is. And there was, you know, there was still learning for them and a lot of feedback to give them, but it was easier for them to take in because they've done that previously. Um, so I think with that, like our, we we did a good job of having our three lifting days with the girls in the offseason. Once we were done with those 16 sessions of orientation, they were thrown into um, uh, the lifts with the rest of the girls. So that started helping just with the intensity and the camaraderie of of the girls lifting and, and being here together for three, three days of the week. Um, once we get through, once we start like their fall series and fall ball series and their scrimmages with softball. Um, they do do go through a lot of fall games. And with that, there is everybody asked me the question, like, do you um, back off on their training uh, in the fall? And I don't, I don't take any of that time off. We train through it. Um, we understand this is the most important period of time for the girls and, and um, building strength and building size and gaining speed and um, agility and, and, you know, building their endurance through conditioning as well. Um, so just talking with coach Lawson and the staff, that's, that's one thing that we have not changed. Um, into that, we will get into our running schedule. So I want to break that down just a little bit. Um, Tuesdays, we stay with a, a linear base speed component. Um, I do throw a sprinkle in, um, some, you know, lateral plyometric work, but everything is basic linear work on Tuesdays. Um, with that, like we will go hard. We'll go a good 35 minutes of, um, you know, plyos. Uh, we do a lot of leg action, arm action with our, um, our positioning and understanding starts, um, when it comes to like sprinting. And then we'll do a ton of like power speed stuff. And then, after we're done with that 35 to 40 minutes, um, we'll have like a big conditioning day and the girls not know that going into it. Um, we don't make it earth shattering conditioning stuff. It's very basic, but very intentional. Um, and the one thing that we've emphasized in this off season with the girls is coming up with a positive attitude each day and understanding that it's like, it's, you know, when we say conditioning, it doesn't mean that we're going to run you into the ground. It's being intentional, like doing minimal reps but having a high intensity level of like knowing that when you get done you're physically exhausted but you did it at a minimal rate 
Um, so that's one thing that we've kind of changed is changed that mindset from for this fall with our girls. And it's definitely helped. Um, so traditionally, for conditioning, like in the past, we've done Tuesday, Thursdays, and it's been like, hey, we do a linear day and then a lateral day um, with conditionings on, conditioning on both days. Now we've switched to uh, Tuesday being a linear uh, day, more power speed day, and then change direction day on Thursdays, but making that a 20 to 25 minute um, speed and agility, speed and, adi- condi- speed and agility conditioning concession at the softball field. Uh, and so we have the girls get their cleats on and we try to mimic the game as much as we can. Um, with that, that has definitely helped our girls understanding the game just a little bit more defensively on how to move, how to cut, how to plant. Um, and I've really enjoyed that a, a 20, the 20 to 25 minutes goes very, very fast, but you got to be effective with it. So I do a ton of power and prep and speed stuff with that, but ton of change direction and agility work on that day. Um, Another thing that has changed um, just in this past year, you know, our conditioning tests, we used to do 100 yard shuttles, um, you know, and do four by two. We still throw that into our conditioning days. But, you know, talking with the staff this offseason, one thing that we talked about is mimicking, mimicking the game just a little bit more. So we have just kind of used the girls as guinea pigs and and um, used them as test testing people just for this fall. And we ran a 80 yard shuttle um, with the girls going 20 back the length of the bases. So they will go six sets of two with that conditioning test. Um, they'll one, they'll run one rep um, and the rest, work to rest ratio is a one to three. When they're done with that rep, they'll run a second rep. And then when they're done with that and everybody's done out of the three groups, they'll get an a minute and a half rest. Um, and at first you're looking at it and you're like, okay, where did you get the times at? Like, you know, when, when girls are running, um, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17 seconds in that 80 yard shuttle, uh, we did like a home to first or first to second time to see what their top speed was. And then we kind of made some averages off of that to be able to come down with a, um, individual time for the girls. So with that, um, we threw that in and just looked at the, you know, repetitive effort cuts um, and, and took some time off based off of all of that and came up with a time for each individual. And it's definitely I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed that aspect of that conditioning test with the girls. And I think they did as well. When they get to like that six, seven mark, that's when you start seeing a little fatigue um, come in. Are they going to break down? But the one thing that we kept talking about was being intentional with our work um, is going all out from our first rep all the way to our last one. And if that meant that you, you know, failed our last four or five reps, that's okay. It's knowing that you've built your semester up to that and making yourself better. So I've really, I've liked that change. Um, You know, I think the coaches have liked it as well. The girls like it, you know, I think it's still as difficult um, as their other conditioning tests, but it's, it's, you know, we were looking at things of like how to mimic the game of softball a little bit more. Um, And we actually run that on the softball field in their cleats. So in the past, we've run our conditioning test in the um, indoor on the turf and been in turf shoes, but we've wanted to mimic the game of softball a little bit more. So that is the thing that we've done with that. Um, And I've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, Another thing that I wanted to bring up, just me talking about at the beginning with practice and me being at practice more, 
Um, we have like an activation period that Brie Pato, our athletic trainer, she put that together um, for our girls. Uh, we, you know, and I talked about too, putting our on-base U correctives in there. They do their on-base U correctives and then they go right into activation. And one thing that we've talked about is we felt like this was an area that it was kind of just, uh, we're just going to go through the motions and we're not really going to do it. And the girls were coming into practice doing individual times and they weren't really activated enough. Um, we've wanted to throw in a lot more stability, a lot more core work through the activation, you know, elevate their central nervous system a little bit more. And we've definitely gotten that out of the girls. Um, so another thing is, is like, you know, days that we have individual days for our pitchers, um, you know, they've kind of just went through arm care, went through their throwing and then went right into a bullpen. And we talked about like, Hey, we need to throw dynamic warm up in there. So we threw in like a, um, a CNS riser, um, uh, warm up for those girls. And that seems to help. And there's some days that like it gets forgotten, but I think we've tried to make it a routine for our girls. Um, and they've definitely progressed a ton with that and understanding the importance of it as well. Um, I think too, uh, one thing that we've done a good job with is like, we've changed up a few things with our arm care and the J bands, um, and just been very intentional, like looking at the girls and understanding, like, are they doing the things the right way? Or are they just flying through it just to get through it? Um, and again, this group, this fall has been very intentional with their work. Um, they work really hard and they have great attitudes when they show up to the field. Um, and then I think one thing that we talked about, like in the off season was, at practice was like recovery. So the girls would get done with practice and then they would just go to the locker room, get changed and then leave for the day. Uh, and we talked about like, Hey, we do, we need to do a really good job of our recovery piece. So um, foam rolling strap stretch at the end of uh, the day, even if it's an individual day or team practice day, um, that's one thing that we have definitely changed a lot on. So um, that is kind of the breakdown with the off season training with um, our girls once they're done with their 15 to 16 weeks of um, the fall schedule of their off-season training, uh, we'll get back from Thanksgiving break. We have about a week of just kind of full training with the team to kind of show them the new program um, that they'll have going over winter break. And then we'll go into dead week, finals week, and then they'll have a couple weeks at home, uh, about two and a half weeks at home to do their winter program. And then they're back in January for their preseason um time so that is a uh, breakdown of kind of the history of our off-season program and our present day um, off-season program thanks for listening and go cats